Okay, Natty, my good sis, what is up, my darling? It's time for a brand new episode. It is. It is. Why is it that I get excited for the episodes these days? I don't know. It's just, the conversations are just so, what's the word? Illuminating. I'm learning, yeah. y'all. I am learning all the new words from Natty, honey, because she be saying the things. <laughs> I get excited too. I I really do. I get excited to have these conversations and say the things. And you know why I get excited about it? Although you and I are the ones having the conversation, sometimes it just hits me in the face and like, you need to do the things too. Mm-hmm. It's illuminating and it's also revelatory because mm-hmm. I get a chance to just actually examine myself and see where I need to make some shifts and some adjustments and things of that sort. So I find myself like on, because we record on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, y'all. I find myself getting excited on those days. But let me tell you what I also get excited for, that two-week break. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I also get excited for that two-week <laughs> break, too, when we are not recording. Me, too. So, in the last episode, we said things. We said lots <laughs> of things. Yep, we said we things. We said lots of things that needed to be said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, as I was listening to it, listening to the episode, there were a few times when I thought, hmm, we need to go a little deeper on that. And one of those things was how we're often afraid to sit with our feelings. So after I listened to the episode, I sent Natty a voice note and I said, Natty, can we dig a little deeper into feelings and vulnerability, you know, and things like that? And Natty said, yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh, girl, (laughs) do not put a quarter in me and get me started on this. The nattyisms. Listen, the nattyisms. <laughs> I take note of the nattyisms because there are so many. Like there was one episode when you said you don't know me from Adam's toilet water. I was like, what? <laughs> the nattyisms. So yeah, we have more things to say about feelings and we do, yeah, vulnerability. And I'm yeah. actually excited about it because it took me a really long time to get to this space where I'm okay with feeling a feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm necessarily comfortable with or completely comfortable with vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I say that because it has to be a safe space for me in order, right. in order to, you know, to be vulnerable. So I'm not. Absolutely. Well, I'm comfortable with it. But again, it has to be a safe space for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Natty, you talked about how it took you nine years to nine years or more, I think you said, to invite grief into your space and how mm-hmm. even then it was a gradual process. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about how sadness doesn't wait for me to invite her in. Mm-hmm. She just shows up out of nowhere and just plops her little self down beside me and be like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> right. And so we were just talking about how, or I was talking about how in the past I would just waddle in her presence, but now I don't waddle in it. Like I actually sit with it. So I kind of want to talk about what it means to sit with a feeling, how we can create space for for vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And how historically being strong doesn't dictate that we get to be vulnerable or that we get to feel a feeling. So even in being strong, not dictating that, like Natty was saying in the last episode, maybe we can change the language around being strong. Maybe being strong doesn't dictate that, but maybe 
being brave or courageous does. What say you, Nat? Yeah, let's go for it. I feel like this is such a loaded topic, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Sometimes things are loaded, and it's just like, like, oh, here we go. Like, here comes all the heaviness. I mean, loaded as in there's just a lot to there's just a lot to unpack. Yeah, there's There's a a lot. lot to explore. There's a lot to discover. And I think in the end, it's it can only be to our benefit mm-hmm. because I do feel like, and I'm going to use that this word again, collectively as a collective, there is something happening for us. I think there is some sort of, you know, just go with me here because I'm going to mm-hmm. start. I'm just going to get all ethereal on you. Do what you do, boo. I'm going to do what I do. I feel like there's some sort of, I hope anyway, I feel like there's some sort of awakening that's beginning to happen. I think that's why we're seeing so much discourse around the phrase strong Black woman in media and just in the cultural landscape. And I do think that's a good thing because that is what's opening the door for us to have this much larger conversation that I think is 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 timely and important. I think the whole concept of sitting with one's feelings, it seems to be, you know, not brand spanking newborn baby new, but right. it does seem to be new. It does feel like not everyone is with it. Of course, I haven't really seen a lot of talk about it yet, you know, in these spaces. Some of the spaces that are media that I consume, there is talk about it because that's just kind of stuff. That's the stuff that I'm into. But in a larger sphere, I really haven't seen a whole lot of it. But I think one of the most challenging tasks that we might have right now as human beings, and definitely as Black women, is learning how to sit with our feelings. Uh I think that's a major, major challenge. The average person does not want to do this as evidenced by this pandemic that we've been living in mm. for the past three years mm-hmm. and how everyone is like, yeah, let's, it's back to normal. Everybody go to work. Meanwhile, this pandemic has not gone away. <laughs> People are still getting sick. People are still dying. And everyone's just like, yeah, it's cool. Like everything's back to normal. Normal has left the building and has not returned, but everyone wants to pretend that it has. Mm-hmm. That is a symptom of not being able to sit with one's feelings. We haven't been able to sit with the grief from all of the loss since 2020. Right. We have not been able to sit with the grief of life as we know it kind of changing for, uh, for a lot of us, even though try as we obviously may, we obviously have to make it seem like, oh, everything's back to the way it was. It really isn't. A lot of people have, did not go back to work. Schools are operating differently because uh-huh. kids are still getting sick. Teachers are still getting sick. We have not be able, been able to sit with any of that. As a matter of fact, we have been largely gaslit and told, no, everything's fine. <laughs> because the powers that be that are telling us everything's fine, they also aren't sitting with shit. <laughs> They're not sitting with any of it. <laughs> this is obviously... A thing that's very difficult for us to do. It's like, I don't know, like if you're someone like me and the concept of physics or something just makes you itch. It's like, no, that's too hard. <laughs> or some people are like, yeah, I don't do math. You know, that kind of thing. It's just like, nope, too hard. We're not going to do it. That's one of these things, learning to sit with our feelings. Mm-hmm. 
And as you and I were kind of discussing back and forth in, in the voice notes earlier, I do think that not being able to sit with our feelings as Black women, as Black people, but as Black women especially, I think that is 100% connected to this concept of being a strong Black woman. Because mm-hmm, I've said absolutely. many times, yo, I've said many times, well, what does it look like? It looks like, you know, stiff upper lip. It looks like yeah. you just buck up and keep going. No one knows anything's wrong. You do everything for everyone and you keep a smile on your face. And even if you don't have a smile on your face, no one knows how, no one really knows how tired you really are. Those kinds of things. We do not show our feelings. And I think most of the time we're not even, we're not showing them because we don't even know fully what they are because we haven't sat with them either. Because, because, yeah. I'm sorry. No, keep going. No, go go ahead. I was going to say also because. As black women, feeling of feeling actually requires vulnerability. That's exactly what I was about to say. (laughs) Is that what you were about to say? And we are part of a culture that often stigmatizes being vulnerable. Yes. So it's not safe. It's not safe. To feel a feeling and experience an emotion. It's just not the norm for us. And that's part of the generational divide that we were talking about in the last episode and also the epigenetics that we talked about. Remember we mentioned that um, that comment said that we were carrying around generations of generations of trauma mm-hmm. and generations, not just trauma, but generations of not being able to rest, generations of not being able to feel and generations of not being able to just be feeling the feels and being vulnerable wasn't an option. For our right. enslaved ancestors, they were literally fighting for their lives day in and day out. So being strong was really all they could be. Mm-hmm. In that sense, yes. In, yeah, in, in that sense, that's all they had. Because if they actually gave themselves room and space to feel and to grieve and and to pause, that could that could have ultimately meant death for them. They also were never given time, honestly, they, to do exactly. anything like they, that. <laughs> they, they were never, they were never given given time to do any of those things. So, how do we? I don't want to say course correct, but how do we create? How do we shift? Yeah, shift mm-hmm. space or get to get to a space where we are comfortable with feeling the field and comfortable with being vulnerable because. Here's the deal, y'all. Emotions. And I think Natty and I had this conversation a couple seasons back. I always refer to previous seasons because I be remembering stuff. But mm-hmm. a couple seasons back, we 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 talked about how in a physical sense, emotions get stuck in our bodies mm-hmm. when they're really meant to move through. When yeah. we when we allow ourselves to feel it and name it and hold space for it, it passes through. Mm-hmm. So we have to get to a space that no matter what that feeling is, the good, the bad, the ugly, the thorny, all of it, the resistance brings suffering. Right. Resisting the need to feel is what brings suffering in our lives. And by suffering, I mean, when you find yourself in a space where you cannot determine, like me sometimes, why you're feeling, you're feeling the sadness, it's because something is you is resisting feeling the feel. And so Mm -hmm. you have to allow yourself to experience whatever that feeling or emotion is so that you can move through it. Yeah. And I just want to say, I would like to point out that we are living 
right now in a time that is indeed very difficult for a lot of different reasons and in a lot of different ways. But we're also living in a time where we actually have, I think, the most space and the most time to learn this. Yeah. We, this is a luxury that we have that our moms did not have, grandmothers right. did not have. So even though it is challenging, it is also a tremendous gift, something that I think is part of what our loved ones who came before us fought so hard for. Yes. So this is really a gift. There is an enlightenment and, like I said, well, an awakening, a light, enlightenment, awakening, those are you know synonymous but there is some sort of new level and i do not mean this facetiously you know kind of like back in 2020 no great conjunction we're about to get our superpowers i don't mean it like that there is some sort of new level of wholeness that is available to us if we can allow ourselves to see this for the gift that it is and actually begin to engage and learn and you said, how do we start? This is one of those things that, like other things that you you and I have discussed that we've said, listen, it's not, it is simple, but it's not easy. You know, mm-hmm. this is one of those things. No, it's not easy. Otherwise everyone would be doing it, but it is simple. And I think part of it is like we, like we've said, having, like even just having the energy vault and having these different things to nurture mm-hmm. us. The more we nurture ourselves, the easier it becomes, the easier it, it seems to be to be able to sit with our feelings. I know this from my own experience. The more I have nurtured myself in earnest, the easier it has become to the point where now I'm in a space where, yeah, there are feelings. Like you said, for you, it's sadness. For me, it's all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, man, this this shit is making me itch. I want to distract myself. And then, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm actually going to, okay, yeah, this is what I'm feeling right now. And like you said, there, there's a reason it's here. There's a reason it's here. I'm going to sit with it. I'm not going to judge it. I'm going to let it, let it do what it do and see what happens. And yeah, that's very, very uncomfortable, but it's extremely rewarding. And we actually have a larger measure of safety now to be able to do that. And I guess that's why I was also speaking about courage because at the end of the day, it isn't, it still isn't safe. It's a little safer, but it's not safe. Right. In that same vein, Natty, a lot of us are afraid to be vulnerable because we never had a safe place to land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not, not a physical place because what environment did you, did you grow up in? Was it safe? to express an emotion so if you've never had that then saying a thing about a feeling for you could mean emotional harm Mm -hmm. or maybe even physical harm and so we're afraid to let this feeling in and then ultimately let it out because then maybe it's going to cause me some type of physical harm so a lot of us haven't had a safe place to land Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what I've done. I've created a safe space in my body. Listen, it's the way you and I are completely in sync. Because I was literally just thinking, I'm creating for myself. Okay, me, so let me, myself, let me hear you. My own safe. Let no, I'm like you. I'm. I'm becoming. I am becoming my, my own safe place yes, to land. That's exactly what I was going to say. I am becoming 
my own safe space because I don't want to ever be in a place where I have to depend on someone to provide me emotional safety. So when my feelings or emotions are in jeopardy because I am my safe space, then I can take myself from that. So I am learning to let my body be my safe space. Yeah. I'm not depending yeah. on anybody else. <laughs> and that way I can get I can get the support that I need from inward. And that's not to say I don't rely on other people that I love and trust and that I know love and, and genuinely care about me. I do, but my primary safe space is me. Right. So we are learning how to become our own safe places to land. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, we're going to learn how to sit with the feelings that show Mm -hmm. up. And there are going to be a lot because again, epigenetics, (laughs) this is stuff that we may have to deal with because our mom or grandma or whoever wasn't able to deal with it. Because not everything that we're dealing with, I don't think, just from a spiritual standpoint, I don't think everything that we're dealing with or everything that we're feeling is actually ours. Agreed. You know, if we're carrying generations of fatigue, we're carrying our fatigue plus other folks. So some of these feelings are coming up and spiritually, they just aren't ours. Energetically, they just aren't ours. Right. But they belong to someone who is connected to us. Mm -hmm. And we still got to feel it because they never got to. It's in our body. Some some of the tears we shed are not our tears. Like when you find find yourself crying for no reason. My girls and I talk about this all the time. Like sometimes you just feel like you you need a good cry. Yeah. I firmly believe that those are not my tears. I'm crying. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I will put on a sad song so that I can just go ahead and cry whatever it is out. But Mm -hmm. those are not my tears. I don't know who they are, but I know they're not mine. And that's the right. same thing. That's the same thing with feelings. Sometimes the, the feelings that you're feeling are not yours. Right. So us being able to access the courage to be able to do that, because as I said earlier, that stuff right there, that is heavy. That's extremely, <laughs> extremely heavy. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, if it's in our body, we do have to deal with it because it's in our body. And the more adept we can get at doing that, Ironically, ironically, the stronger we will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, and again, I'm still very much a proponent of, hey, let's imagine some different language around this. Let's, mm-hmm. let's imagine some more expansive, maybe not so activating or triggering language around this. But like, kind of like what you were saying in the last episode, like you don't mind being called strong. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, I kind of do mind that just because I've been in that mode for so long. Right. But, or, and also... I don't actually hate the word strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if we can really get to expand our understanding of it and create some new language around it, I think that also will be very helpful because, yeah, we don't talk very much. Not that we'd never talk about it, but we don't talk very much about courage right. as it relates to this. We certainly don't talk about vulner- vulnerability because we still think that those are diametrically opposed like oh if you're strong you're not vulnerable and i'm and i'm just like i'm over here like "Mm, maybe that's not the case Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the more vulnerable we're able to be and the more honest we're able to be and the more we are able to be engaged with our feelings Mm -hmm. the more we're able to really be well like i said fully embodied Mm -hmm the more spiritually 
emotionally, mentally, to others, to society, unbreakable we become. And you know how you do that? By practicing. By practicing. Coming one with your body. Mm-hmm. And you are your safe place to land. You are your safe place. And the way you become one with your body, like Natty was saying in the last episode, number one, you're honest mm-hmm. about what you are feeling. And then you're fully present with those feelings yeah. and those emotions. Being present allows you to be able to tune in to what you are experiencing in that moment. It helps you to be Mm -hmm. able to take note of what's happening in your body. Like, why Mm -hmm. are these feelings and emotions coming up? Mm -hmm. Specifically, what I refer to is like high energy emotions, like anger, fear, and sadness. And Mm -hmm. y'all know I love a good question. Mm -hmm. I love a good question. So I have gotten into the practice of asking when a feeling show up remember when we were in school and there were five questions that you asked who what who who what where when when and why yeah and so i asked my i asked myself the question when i feel a feeling in me that may be causing me some discomfort i'll ask who's here (laughs) because Mm -hmm. i need to I, i need to know it's just like you were saying about grief yesterday natty when grief, grief kind of shows up as an uninvited guest. And so for me, sadness has shown up as an uninvited guest for me, but I'm still, even if it's sadness, I'll ask who's here. And, and if it's sadness, mm-hmm. I'll ask, I'll ask sadness, why are you here? But mm-hmm. if I don't necessarily understand what the feeling is, I'll ask who's here. And sometimes it's fear, sometimes it's anger. Sometimes it's frustration because you have to know what the thing is in order to effectively deal with it. And I know I know it's weird because I was talking to my daughter just the other day and I was, and she was telling me about how she was feeling, you know, some that feeling of sadness comes over. And I told her how I talked to it. <laughs> She's like, OK, mom, <laughs> like, I'm just like telling her the conversation that I have with sadness. And she's just looking at me like, mm. <laughs> that sounds a little woo woo, but um, but I someone's knew. never watched Inside Out. I have them. that part. Yes, that's a really good movie. Inside Out is a really good, good movie. Such a good movie. Yes. So I do. I really. That's how I become one with my body, and that's how I am learning to be fully present with an emotion. Now, I will say that I'm not always eager to be fully present. Oh yeah, of course not. I'm I'm gonna keep it one. I am not always eager. Sometimes I I do want to just waddle in it. And I want to point out that there's a difference in feeling a feeling and waddling in that feeling. Because feeling it, I think you are are getting and you can come, you can give your feedback on this as well, Natalie. But I Mm -hmm. think feeling the feeling is more about allowing yourself to experience it and knowing what it is. Whereas I think waddling is you're just sitting there and you're just saying it is what it is. I'm just going to do what it do right now. But feeling it, I think it's helping it move through the body. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I think when we're feeling, you know, cause believe me, I have done my lion, a lot, my lion's share of wallowing and mm-hmm. all kinds of things. <laughs> and I think, for me, the difference is when you're wallowing in something, you know, people always say like wallowing in self-pity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are not 
fully present when you're wallowing. Most of the time you're living in the past. You are exactly right. And you're remembering things Mm -hmm. from only your perspective. And it doesn't mean that you haven't experienced real harm. Doesn't mean that. But it just means that because you're only seeing one perspective, you're not seeing the full picture. When you don't see the full picture, you can give yourself a little bit of a little bit more space to be kind of dishonest with yourself about what you're feeling. And so there's a lack of honesty and there's this lack of really being present, I think, Mm -hmm. when you're wallowing. When you're feeling, you can really be a lot more honest, like, hey, I'm experiencing X, Y, Z. I am having negative reactions to it. I am responding in ways that aren't healthy, this, that, and the other. But I'm actually going to sit with this and I'm going to allow myself to examine my own reactions to things or that kind of thing. Or if it's like, oh my gosh, this is just so heavy and I don't even know exactly where it's coming from. And sometimes you ask the questions that you're asking, you don't feel like you have the answer. It's like, okay, well, I'm still going to just sit here until I feel like I've got some inkling of an answer. And that too is extremely uncomfortable. Somebody like me, I want to know what's what, like immediately. And sometimes the answer doesn't come immediately, but that's the part, that's the importance of being fully present. And being fully present is really hard to do when you're impatient. (laughs) Um, You want the answer right away so you can move on. And it don't always work like that. Yeah. It don't always do that for you. It does not. But let me tell you, I had a whole blog called The Microwave Girl because I love my shit quick, fast, and in a hurry. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because we got shit to do. We got places to go. Yes, okay. Well, my answer's right then. Right. So yeah, you are exact. I love the way you explained that because feeling is being fully present with it. Wobbling is more about what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. living living in the past. So I love the way you broke that down. But can I go back to my questions real quick before yes. we wrap it up? So yeah. what I do is I do who who's here, and then I and then I ask myself. I pay attention to what is happening in my body. Because if you pay attention to what's happening in your body, if you didn't get the answer to who is here, your body will tell you who's there. Because for me, when I'm when it's anger, I don't know about y'all, but I actually feel heat. Yeah, I feel heat. If it's like uh, frustration, I want to say like my jaws kind of kind of cinch a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. maybe I need to say a thing, or maybe my my breathing. Is not normal breathing. So mm-hmm. if you pay attention to what's happening in your body, you can determine who showed up to sit with you uninvited. Yeah. So yeah. I, I look, I, I be practicing stuff, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I ask myself, why? Why did sadness show up at this moment right here? Because she had a reason. Right. I don't know what it was. Why did why did anger show up in this moment? And so. And it varies. I can't tell y'all all the things because I don't need y'all in my business like that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. It, these are the questions that, that I ask. And then I ask myself, where can I find support for this p- particular yeah. emotion? And let me tell y'all why I ask myself that. Because if it's sadness, nine times out of 10, sadness needs some love and some self-compassion. Yeah. And so I asked yeah. myself, what other emotion can provide sadness, the support that she needs right now? 
If it's well, I love that. Wow. Yes. And so if it's fear, I ask myself, where can I find some courage? Yeah. How can I give fear the courage that she needs to do the thing? And notice I always say she because this is me becoming a woman, my body. Me she, too. Me too. She is exactly. And so, and then if it's what else am I gonna say? Like anger. Anger. Where can she go to be heard? Wow. Where can she, yeah, like where can she go to be heard? Maybe she needs some awareness and perspective. And so I try to give her that. So whenever an emotion happens with me, it's kind of like I try to counteract that air quotes negative emotion. And I really don't like that word. That's why I say it. That's why I say air quotes. Well, no, I learned that from you. Emotions are emotions. Emotions are emotions. (laughs) Yeah. But I find something, I find the support that that emotion needs. And then it's a practice, you know, and then I do like Natty did, like Natty did. See, I remember when you said this in the last episode, you said when grief shows up, you you finally let her in and you said, hey, take a seat over there because I'm not ready. I also have to ask myself, when is it emotionally safe? For me to deal with that emotion. Yeah. Because yeah. all the time it's yeah. not good. It's not good for your emotional well-being to deal with it in that moment. But right. if you acknowledge her, yeah, it's gonna be a long time to learn this. But if you acknowledge the feeling or the emotion and say, hey, sadness, hey, anger, hey, frustration, I see you, but I can't deal with you right now. But I promise you. I'm going to get back to you. And when I right. tell y'all those five questions have changed my life. And I don't, and sometimes I don't necessarily like do it in my head. Like I might journal about it. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even easy for me to do it in that moment. I do have to say, Hey, go sit over there and sit down. And then I'm going right. to come back to you. And so those, those are the things that have really helped me become one with my body and becoming one with my body has helped me to become more vulnerable and becoming uh-huh. more vulnerable has helped me be able to fully experience my emotions. And Your that's feelings. been life changing yeah. for me. It's been life changing. It, Yeah, that is. I love that you, I love when you said, where like your when you got to your where question mm-hmm, and i mm-hmm. i didn't know what you were going to say but you were like where can i find support yeah i wow that's really that was an eye opener for me because we i mean i'll use myself as an example not that i've ever done this with the questions i think this is really really good instruction and i will incorporate this for myself mm-hmm. but i mean if if i could imagine myself maybe asking those questions i'm sure in the past it was always just like, where can I escape? <laughs> you <Yes>. know, to like, <laughs> let me get away from it. Yeah. <laughs> but that like, is not becoming one with your body. <laughs> <laughs> that is not it. So yes. I love that you said that about like, yes. where can I, where, where can, can she I find, find support? Yes. And then like with the anger, when I, when I piped up and said, where can she go to be heard? Because uh-huh. a lot of times you feel anger because also not being seen, not because right. you feel not being like you haven't yes. been seen and you haven't been heard. Like your grievances have not been exactly. properly acknowledged exactly. like, because you because you haven't had a safe space because you haven't had a safe space. That's really that's a really big deal for me. And I also like when I talk 
when I talk about my 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 budding relationship with grief, I yes, I have also gendered her and I have called her she. Mm-hmm. It's the same it's the same reason. So if you know all of our listeners who may be non-binary or what have you, of course you're gonna use them or they or whatever. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Just using her and she for me because yeah. like Shirley said, I am embodying myself. So yeah, there are times like I when I finally let her in, I I, I kind of did it like maybe maybe not begrudgingly, but just kind of like I was resigned. Like okay, yeah, I got to do this. And so yeah, like I, like I said yesterday or or you know in the last episode, I'm like oh okay, um, yeah, definitely still can't talk. <laughs> maybe, right, right, maybe right. She's like okay, I'm just gonna chill out here on the couch. And when you go to the store, sometimes I'll be here waiting for you when get, you get back but sometimes i'm just gonna follow you right to the car and get in the car exactly. with exactly i mean because yes this be traveling uh, she will be traveling and she's like look i ain't gonna get in your car and be in your ear but i am gonna get in the car and so when you're ready to talk i'll be there yes yeah, <laughs> like, li- listen she's like, be following okay. you around honey <laughs> she will she will it's she like listen I don't like this is my assignment like mm-hmm. I know you don't get it yet but like this is why I'm here I have an assignment so when you're ready guess who you won't have to go looking for me because I'll be right here when you're ready yep I'm just waiting I, I'll take a sandwich and a glass of tea if yes. you don't mind and I'm gonna sit here and watch TV too listen if you're running <laughs> in like, the store oh. bring me a snack <laughs> yeah sometimes I don't feel like going and so yes. you have like a little bit of respite but like yes. if I'm not in the car with you will you please bring me back some peanut M&M because like you that's one of my favorites <laughs> so I'm like okay I hear you. Okay. No, you live here now. Okay. No. I, okay. Yeah. So I've got to, I've got to get to where I, we can actually talk. And right. now we're actually talking, but you're at, you're absolutely right about, you know, feeling, making, making yourself that, that safe place. Uh-huh. When absolutely. you make yourself that safe place, you know, that there will always be safety within your body. Absolutely. So you can always, when you are when you are really tuned in, you can be vulnerable with yourself. You can be honest with yourself. That's very, very important. But this is how, this is how we get to the point where we are able to somewhat consistently, because it is a practice, but somewhat consistently sit with our feelings. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, you know, you know, I'm, I don't do that every time. Sometimes no, I waddle. No, 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 like, no. I sometimes I waddle. So yeah, I don't do it every every time. But um, I was gonna say. But something. we're getting better about le- seeing when we're present and when we're not. Exactly. So here's what I want to invite our listeners to do: because strength and vulnerability go together like greens and cornbread. <laughs> I do love some greens and cornbread, girl. And some yes, macaroni. Yes, girl. Yes, go. But anyway. Yes, go. Yes. <laughs> I want to invite our, our listeners to take five minutes and set a timer. Y'all know Natalie and I love journaling. Mm-hmm. Take Set a timer for five minutes and answer the question, what's the worst thing that can happen if I allow myself to fully experience a feeling or an emotion? Mm-hmm. Just take five. Just take five minutes and write and write about that. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be fun. 
Yeah, let's call it fun. Why don't we? Uh, right. <laughs> let's call it because, fun. Because <laughs> let's be clear. Listen, nobody understands how difficult <laughs> life really can be and life mm-hmm. really has been like us. Right. Like we have been through some real shit. Mm-hmm. So we're not dragged. telling you, tra- oh my gosh, dragged by the, the ponytail. Yes. Oh dragged. my gosh. Yes. And I'm not being, I ain't being funny. I'm talking about real stuff. Yes, real stuff. Real, yes. devastating, heartbreaking, gut wrenching mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. So we're not sitting here, you know, like, you know, your two aunties, they ain't never been through nothing. Right, absolutely not. Like we aspire to be your rich mm-hmm. aunties, but yes. we're still gonna be rich auntie, your rich aunties who really done been through it, and, right? And, and gonna tell the truth regardless. Gonna yeah. tell the truth. You are gonna look yes. at us? We those aunties that you are gonna be like, yeah, they don't look like what they've been through. That kind of exactly. we, we those yeah. kind of aunties. Yeah. So we're not saying this stuff to be all huff and fluff and puff, right? Like, oh, this is just. This is just glitter and rainbows, and this is just spiritual bypassing, and this is just toxic positivity. No, no, we, that's not the shit that we on right now. No, that's not what we're saying. Absolutely, we're trying to to let you know when you sit and you say, "What's the worst thing that can happen if I really allow myself to feel a feeling?" You may get a response like my seventy six year old aunt responded to me, mm-hmm. sort of, and said, "I can't go there. I can't go there because exactly. I." I will, I will drop into the abyss and I'll never return. Right. Because it might feel like that. I've been there. Uh-huh. Talk. You are listening to someone who, trigger warning, has had suicidal ideations uh-huh. before. Same. Okay. I'm not trying to give you no hubba bubba bubble yum, saccharine, sugary sweet, uh-huh. like, oh yeah, this will work. No, this is about really, like I said, unlocking Mm-hmm. a new level of wholeness for us so that exactly. some of us can discover new language around strength. Some of us can become more, some of us can become more okay with the terminology, mm-hmm. or some of us can just toss all of it out altogether and still be good. Like there is a way to find yourself on this spectrum Mm-hmm. And be at a much in a in a more whole place than you are right now, myself included. And this is the work that it takes to get there. It does not mean that, oh, look at you. You you don't want to sit with your feelings. Oh, boo-hoo. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I know that there are some feelings that are really hard to sit with. Yes. And that's why we say when it's safe. Yeah. To take action. And that's why it's not one of these microwave, you know, hot pocket kind of moments. Yeah. Because this may take time. It may take years. You don't know. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It took me nine years to let Girl, grief in. Let me tell you, it's been it's been a journey. It has yeah. been. And that's why I say I didn't like I didn't start this stuff didn't just happen overnight for me. No, it was no, 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 no. Gradual, mm-hmm. slow, and sometimes painful process. Yes. Yes. But I am working on being intentional and deliberate in becoming one with my body. Yes. So so that I am comfortable feeling the feels, you know, so that Mm -hmm. I know at my core that being strong 
for me actually means being able to be vulnerable. But you may not want to use the word strong, so you don't have to. Whatever that word is for you, just know that vulnerability, being vulnerable, is who you were created to be. We were not created to suppress and repress. Right, right. Emotions are meant to move through your body, and you have to give them the space to do that. Mm -hmm. They're meant to be felt, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we're going to get there. Like, I, I feel very, you know, Shirley has said it before, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so in love with Shirley now. Like, I feel so good about Shirley. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Natty, you are really you are really on this journey. And this is so wonderful for you. Like, look yes. at you. Like, oh, my gosh. Come yes. through, come wisdom. Through. Yes. <laughs> Come yes. through enlightenment. Oh my gosh. Yes. Come through healthy. Oh my God. That's how I feel. And I'm going to keep it real with y'all. When I was in my 20s, when I was in my, even in my 30s too, I didn't feel like this. Mm-mm. Girl. Damn no. sure didn't feel like this. I was crying every day. I didn't even know why. In the privacy of my own bedroom, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crying yeah. myself to sleep every night because I had to wake up the next day and be strong, you know. Yeah, living so, completely yeah. disembodied yes. is how yes. I was is how I was yes. as how that's how I was moving mm-hmm. through life. Mm-hmm. Completely mm-hmm. disembodied because if I got embodied in that moment, I was likely to knock a motherfucker out. Like there were so many folks that would have gotten Hold a up. Wait a minute. What you thought to do was just breeze by there like you just didn't say motherfucker. I really did. Listen, being in circles of patriarchy and white supremacy the way I was, holy shit. Like, so many people are lucky that they did not catch the smoke that they could have caught. And the only reason they never caught it was because Natalie didn't really fully know herself because she was completely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. disconnected. Yeah. Completely disassociated. I did them bitches a favor. Baby, listen, I like the new Natty. I don't know about these other girls she's talking about. <laughs> oh, listen, because 20 years, 20 something year old Natty. <laughs> I still deal with 20 something year old Natty. I was mostly talking about 30 something year old Natty there, but like 20 something year old Natty, she is, I think she is like the queen of pessimism. She's like, girl, I don't even know why you're trying to do all this. You know, it ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because nothing worked for her. Like literally nothing. And I'm having to maybe not reparent. I don't know what it is, mentor or whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm having to love her back to to living. Society. You know? Yes. 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 So when I say I'm proud of myself now and like loving myself the way I do and being more embodied than I've ever been in my entire life, that is such an achievement for me. And it's something that I've always deserved. It's something that my mama deserved. It's something that both of my grandmamas deserved. And they didn't have it. I tell you right now, they did not have it. Yeah. And they always it. deserved it. Yeah. So I'm going to get mines and theirs. And okay? theirs. Yes. I'm going to get this for you, mama. Yes. I yes, I am. You. And, and that's, that's what, what I that's want what for y'all too. Can do. Yeah. That's what healing can do for you. It, yes. it, it just can't. Healing is, girl... It's a cherry on top of the ice cream. That's all I'm saying. It really is. It, it really is, is that. It is that cornbread being sopping up that pot liquor. That's exactly what it is. Girl, <laughs> don't make 
me go ahead and cook some greens today. Girl, go ahead. <laughs> I got some in the freezer I need to cook. <laughs> yeah, some greens and cornbread and a side of macaroni. Okay. Yes. Anyway, y'all, we're about to get out of here. If you need support in this area, if you need to bounce some things off of us, Shades of Strong across all platforms, slide in the DM, send us an email, hi at shadesstrong.com. We're, ha- we're we're here. We're ha- we're happy to support. Here. We really are. Yeah. Or y'all can hop on into the sister circle. Mm-hmm. Click on the button that says join the SOS sister circle. So yeah, we would love to see your face in there too because we got things going on. We be talking about things, you know, and saying things and loving on each other and holding yes. each other accountable, you know, and all the things. And so, having yeah. fun. And having fun. We do have a good time, don't we? Yes. And having fun. Like it's not all heaviness. So yeah, no. Part of healing is being able to enjoy your life exactly, and have a good time with 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 your sisters. And so yeah, yeah, hop over there. You know, just you know, whatever works for you. All right, so that's it, and that's all. We will see you in the next episode. Until then, dare to do strong differently. Mm